0: Hello, this is Scooby Crockett on the Christ Life Podcast, where the talk is real and relatable. And today we got a special guest. It's a good brother of mine. His name is Daniel Miranachinko, and he's a street preacher. We met on the streets of uh, downtown Orlando, and we evangelized together, and we've been doing it two years. Yeah. Two yeah, or three years two, three now. Three years, yeah. And so it's it's left the streets. We fellowshipped in each other's homes. We've eaten yeah. food together. Yeah. We prayed together. Yeah. I mean, it's it's been good. I want to do more yeah. together. Yeah. And so this is something that's more. So he's here today, and we're going to be talking about intimacy with Jesus. Yeah. Okay, this is such a crucial topic. But, yeah. Daniel, I want you to just tell whoever's listening just a little bit about yourself yeah. um, and how the Lord's
1: using you. Yeah, so a um, little bit about myself. I grew up in a Christian home, uh, but at the age of 15, I truly, genuinely encountered Jesus, and He changed everything. Um, and I, I knew the call of God on my life from, from those early days and just knew that God had called me just to preach the gospel and to, um, just to minister to this generation. And so um, years in, you know, God raised me up in, in the high schools. I remember just, it was 15 years old, 16, 18 years old in the high school, just preaching the gospel and just being trained up by the Lord in that in that place where I was just um, just really doing things however Holy Spirit led. And so mm-hmm. uh, and so that led later into just more ministry, being part of a school of ministry, and then late, later being trained under Daniel Kalinda for a year. And after that, I launched out into... Um, into my ministry, which is called Living Christ Ministries. And we do missions work in Russia, training evangelism and raising up people in, in Russia. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going back and forth right now with being there and being back here. And so until I'm there full time, so that's what kind of a little bit about myself. Yes. And yeah. you're
0: about to go in June?
1: Yeah. In June, I'm leaving for another three to five months, something like that, um, to to really pour into people there again.
0: Daniel he's Russian. Yeah. He can speak the Russian language. Da. Say something in Russian. Say the Christ Life podcast.
1: Uh, Jesus Christos um, podcast. It's awesome. That's right. <laughs> so So
0: let's uh, let's open up in prayer. Yeah. Um Father, we thank you so much for this yeah, this Jesus. time, God, of being able to talk to you and have people listen. Yeah. Um, we're talking to you now and then also talking about you, Lord, and have people listen yeah. and ask questions. And Father, we want this to just impact people. Lord, we want this to be about you. We want yes. it to be about your glory. God, we want, we want to see people walk in your power and yeah. to walk with an intimate relationship with you. So, yeah. Father, I pray for that, oh God, for us. Yeah. I pray for that for the people in Jesus' name. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. Amen. So I, I want you to touch real quickly, what was it that Turned your heart to the Lord that brought forth this fire yeah um, what specifically what was what was it
1: yeah um, the specific thing that I remember ha- having in my life or seeing was hunger uh, arise in my heart when I saw someone that had encountered Jesus you know like hunger births hunger when we're hungry and we realize there's more And we begin to pursue it. Others see our hunger and grab onto it because you become a witness that there is more. Mm. You know, yesterday I was even uh, we were at Steak and Shake, and I was with some Catholic, you know, um, some Catholic uh, students at a local high school here, Bishop Moore. And I began to tell them like, I know you guys go to a Catholic high school and you guys like know stuff about God, but forget all you know. And begin to hunger for more because there's more. The moment we think there isn't more, that's when we become satisfied yeah. in what we have, and we lose the opportunity to get a hold of what God really wants to give us. Because God gives those who are humble, God gives those who are lowly, and and realize their need. He rewards them. It says, "Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven." So mm-hmm. when we realize our poverty, when our our need, we realize how much we need God. That's when He begins to reward us and begins to like pour out his spirit on our lives. And so I saw a man that was seeking for more and that had more than me. He had God and carried God and experienced God more than me. And I was like, you know, I was, I, I grew up in church. I was a moral kid, but I was like, man, I, I want more like yes. whatever. And, but then there was also a struggle in my heart. Cause I was like, well, I'm, I'm, I'm a moral kid. Like I'm, I'm doing everything right. Why do I need more? And so there's this fight between like self-righteousness in my heart. Like, do I need more? I I don't I don't have to. I'm I'm good. But then there's still a cry that was birthed for more. And so I think that I, I know that hunger that was instilled inside of me made me like pursue God in in a greater way and begin to like access more of Him. And so I w- I would say that that's what really turned it for me where where hunger was was birthed inside of me to to get mm. get, get a hold of God.
0: And the beautiful thing about this spiritual hunger is that as it grows, you see more of God, you Mm. feel more of God, and then it makes you even more hungry for more of God. So it's a beautiful spiral, Mm. and it's not a downward spiral. It's an upward spiral Mm. into who God is. You know, I feel like sin can lead into a downward spiral Mm. where you commit sin, you feel guilty, you feel ashamed, Mm. you feel like you can't go to God, and then now you're going back to sin, Mm. and then it keeps on going down, but then it's a reverse effect with God Mm. and with a hunger, yeah. for him and a hunger for righteousness. It's mm, good. It's beautiful, you know, mm, and yeah. that's awesome. And then now Daniel, he's, I heard, he would preach at his high school, like yeah. during, during high school, he would do these Bible studies and you would have like, what, 30 people over, y- different house meetings.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, during high school. Yeah, it, honestly, it was, um, it was, God just really set me up because I I began to step out and preach to kids and then just, started inviting them to my house. And so I, I, I look back and I'm like, I literally started my own church. Like yeah. it was on, you know, I, it was at my house, but there was kids getting saved and I was discipling them. We had, we'd had have meetings twice a week, Tuesdays and Fridays, and we would just go hard after Jesus. And it, it, we really became like a family and we would see each other every day. That was the beautiful thing about it. Mm. We'd have everyday interaction. And yes. so we would be praying together, preaching together, Eating together like it was the perfect setup for a church. And so that's why even hearing about what the high school thing Revivals that are going on currently like in West Virginia, and California like that's the place where God is gonna move because it's a perfect setup for mm. it to be a Consistent like a lifestyle together and that's what the church was like they were together daily communion praying seeking the Lord preaching and all of that so um, the Lord really led me to do that and, and so that uh, was just such an incredible... So it was like from my 10th grade to my 12th grade, those three years were just devoted. The first year I was trained up out of, out of nowhere, not knowing how to evangelize, not knowing just fresh, pre- freshly on fire for Jesus. Like, how do I preach? Like, I don't even know how. And I would just see how Holy Spirit um, <clears throat> really trained me up. And this is, you know, we're talking about int- intimately walking with Jesus. Like, this is how you walk with Him. Like, you get His heart. And because of our weakness and our inability to 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 walk in obedience, we come running to him, like we come seeking his face, and and that's the source of our strength, his presence, alone time with him was was everything I longed for every day in the you know in those early years, just like unable, mm. so shy, so afraid of doing anything, like I I was so weak, yeah. but because he he gripped me with his heart, I was like. I know that he's able to empower me so every day I would just go back to the secret place I would return to just pursuing his heart gazing at him and receiving boldness in that secret place and that every day I would show up on campus and just begin preaching and sharing and and it was step by step so much fears to overcome so much you know like shyness inside of me but that step by step would overcome yeah. you know
0: yeah and so specifically Tell these people, what does it look like to be intimate with Jesus? I know you mentioned the alone time. But what does it really look like to have an intimate relationship with Jesus? Not just in church, singing songs, but in a day-to-day walk. What does that look
1: like? Yeah, I think it's intimacy is another word for that is to know. You know, to know someone is... It's to know their voice. It's to know how they smell, how they look mm-hmm. like. You could recognize them in, in, in the crowd of a thousand. You could spot them from the distance. Like, you know what they're about to do. You know what mm-hmm. they're going to think. You know what is going on in their mind without them even talking to you. Like, when you intimately know somebody, you don't even have to talk to them when you're with them. You just, you, you're just enjoying them. And yeah. so, to intimately walk with Jesus. I would say, is to have a knowing of who he is, so that when you're with him, so that when you're around him, like, you just are, you're, well, which is, which should grow into every part of our life, you know, like, intimacy, it's, I believe it's birthed in the secret place when we're alone with God, and then it begins to infiltrate every part of our lives, it begins to Be released into our workplace into our our education into driving in our to to our driving to our even fellowship with people like intimacy is practiced um will will begin to be practiced in in every part of a life as we seek him in the secret place and so it's knowing god in secret and then it translates into knowing him in public where his works are becoming more manifest through you as you begin to feel his heart you know, mm-hmm. like I know, I know many times I'm in a restaurant and I feel his heart for somebody. And so I'll go up and just approach those people and begin to minister to them, you know, and just, just share God's love. Like it's those times where he draws you. I mean, remember many times as well, like like being in a crowd of people and then God just calling me just to go and just to get away and just be with him, yeah. you know, because he longs to be with us. And so intimately knowing him is just just that desire for his presence that desire for, to be and like n- know what it is God feeling right now what is what is he trying to speak to me right now like what is his like what does his face look like you know because we know there's many faces to God like um mm. you know there's a face of sorrow where he's broken over people there's a face of joy where he rejoices over us there's a, the face of 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 uh you could say of of love and mercy and kindness over people you know and so what when when the Jesus right now that wants to be revealed to you, how how is he looking at you? What is his disposition towards you right now? And so mm-hmm. and for many people that's different in different seasons, you know, and so maybe he's he's rejoicing over you right now. And maybe for me he's he's revealing himself as as the savior again, you know, and so it's seeing the revelation of Jesus in every part of our lives because he reveals himself differently to what our current situation and how we need to know him in the season so yeah. intimacy with jesus is not a cookie cutter thing where it's like i'm going to tell you how to know him no it's up to you for you to go on that journey into knowing god and to grow and 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 knowing what he wants to say what he wants to do in the moment and it's 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 a development as we journey into god mm. so yeah intimacy with him yeah a lot of good points yeah uh,
0: i won't even touch i mean cause the way when i look at that private time with the Lord, you know, it's this filling up kind of like when I was a kid and I had this water gun and you would plug it into this recharge station Uh the recharge station would be connected to a hose and hose would be connected to the water source and you would just stick your gun in there and shh. You know, it's recharging, getting filled up with water, and then I would take that water and I would squirt bugs. Mm. You know, I try and shoot bees, and Uh you know, and try and shoot them down. But in a way, it's somewhat similar. We go into that private place with the Lord, Mm. and we get filled up with the Holy Spirit. We get filled up with God, and we're just we're in love, and we're feeling so full. And then we walk out there, and we start spraying God all over people. Yeah, Jesus talks about out of your belly will flow rivers of living water. Yeah, and it's not entirely the same as going to the water source cuz technically the water source is inside of you yeah and but it's something with the intimacy it's something with the alone time that triggers almost like it triggers God inside of you in a way yeah and it, it it's it, it really does spark yeah. something
1: I, yeah i think it's Christ being formed inside of you the the longer you're with him the more you learn to walk intimately with him the more he forms himself for you to look like Him, you know? Like, we mm-hmm. know that people can operate in the gifts without intimacy, you mm-hmm. know? That river can still flow because there's a need f- around you for that to flow. But there's a thing that when you're alone with Him and you just are gazing at Him and just giving Him your worship and your love, like, there's a, a that face that you see, that face of Jesus that you're gazing at, you become to look like that, mm-hmm. you become, become conformed to his image and that's the beauty of intimacy that he doesn't like when he calls us to be with him it's because he wants us to look like him Yes, and that's the key that's that's the christ in you the hope of glory like that is why jesus died for us to bear his image in the earth and restore what the sons of god were meant to do in the earth
0: Mm, that's good and uh, i just thought about like the angels the angels are with god and we we see angels in the Bible, and the angels are almost terrifying looking, or yeah. they're glorious looking, or they're shining. And the reason why I believe is because they're with God, and mm. they're reflecting God because wow. they're so close to them. Demons, you know, at one point I believe maybe it looked marvelous and everything, mm. and, and now they're wow. looking like these demonic dark because they they've been separated wow. from God. It's wow. good, and it's like the same thing with humans. We can do that. Stephen, his face shone like mm. an angel and shine like an angel. He was in, intimate <laughs> with the Lord. Yeah, but for the people listening, like. I mean, it's a growing process, but what are some like practical ways for someone listening? Someone may say, you know what? What you guys are saying is totally true and accurate, but man, I don't, how do I get there? What do I, what do I do? And I know it's not a formula and God really, God really showed that to me. It's not, you really can't put your finger on God Mm -hmm. in a sense of like, if you do this, this, and that, um, if you fast seven days Mm -hmm. out of the month, or if you pray 30 minutes a day or, you know, but What's something you could give the people listening right now? um, How to grow intimate with the Lord?
1: Yeah. Um, I would say because, like I mentioned, it's a journey into God. That's why it's not a formula. And so where you are right now um, in spending time with God, like let's say, you know, when you hear about praying for an hour, you're like, well, how, how do I pray for an hour? Like, what is there to pray for? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's your perception on what prayer is. What that That's why it's difficult for you to think of praying for an hour. But as you grow in intimacy, you learn prayer. You learn how and what God wants to do w- with you and, and sp- how he wants to spend time with you. And yeah. so what I would say is that you have to make the initiative of just taking the journey, like, all right, I'm just going to set, like, for me, like, 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 for you guys, like, um, you know, I'm going to set out, you know, 15, maybe 15, 30 minutes a day just to spend time with, with him. How, however, I'm, I'm used to, you know, like, I can't do an hour or whatever. Like, do 30 minutes, right? So mm-hmm. as you begin to spend time with him, like, ask him to teach you to pray and just, just give him your heart. Begin to just worship and pray. Seek him and if you truly connect with him, if you truly are encountering him, you'll begin to see a development. You'll begin to see, like, Holy Spirit leading you, w- what to pray for. And that's why I think it's so crucial to to ha- to know Holy Spirit and what he wants to do yeah. when you are with him. You know, when, when you get in the secret place, like, you know, you know, just begin by worship. You know, I would say that that's the most practical way. Just begin to adore Jesus. Begin to look at his face with the eyes of your heart. Begin to gaze at him. And in that way, that you, as you begin to to look at him, um, you begin to see what what his is on his heart, and then you begin to know even what to pray for. And so it, it's a it's a journey into being um, just growing in him. And sometimes you'll feel like, oh, I need to read the word now. And so you'll you'll mm-hmm. get into the scriptures for you know another half an hour. You're like, whoa, where did time go? Like that was like already an hour, you know. And so you grow as you. As you give more time, as you let Holy Spirit lead you in prayer, it, it develops, you know? Yeah. And so I would say, start where you know wh- how. You know, for me, where I started eight years ago and where I am now is completely different. And I'm so amazed that it, like it, it's a con- completely different like expression of how I spend time with Jesus. But it's it was the development of years that made it that, you yeah. know? And so that's why... I think that as you begin to take steps and make your own journey into growing in him, like he leads you and he develops it as you stay humble and as you are just before him.
0: Yes. <laughs> and something popped into like, I love what you just said about the whole, it looks different now. Mm-hmm. Because going back to my old beginning walk with the Lord, going to Bible study was a fuel. It, it would go in there. I would feel so charged up going to my little college Bible study. Or even just going to church. Like those were my times of being filled up and be encountering mm-hmm. the Lord in a powerful way. Yeah. But now looking at where I am today, six, five, six years later, I don't get that same effect going. I still do. I get charged up, but man, my time is just separating myself from everything mm. and being with the Lord one-on-one. Mm. And then that's where I'm getting my yeah. bread. That's yeah. where I'm getting my meat. Yeah. Because as you progress in the Lord, you know, for everyone that's listening, as you progress in the Lord, God begins to give you greater things to consume. You know, yeah. you begin with milk, you know, and then he gives you bread. And yeah, then you get good. to the point where you're eating steak. And then maybe you're getting raw sushi, you know? <laughs> or maybe I don't know, steak, raw sushi, whatever. Still, it's it's it grows and then yeah. you just want more. So I, I want to encourage you, whoever's listening, like, yeah, find like what Daniel said, that's that was awesome. Find what what your what could you say? Would be the word. Find what your where your dosage is, mm, where that's good. your snack is, where you feel connected with the Lord. If that's church, then keep doing it, keep going. Yeah. If that's you reading a chapter a day, keep doing it. If that's you fasting every now, you know, but find it. God's gonna morph. He's gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna morph the way you're walking with him. He's gonna change the way you're walking with him. Even like being with him in the room alone, like I'm beginning to sing to him with a guitar. I wasn't doing that before mm. on my alone time, but I feel like God wanted that. Um, I have a journal now, and I'll write prayers to God in my private time, and so it, it, God will lead you in certain ways where you'll you'll get an idea, and then you act upon it, yeah. and then it's it's greater. But don't I think what's happens, and I'm sure you could agree, mm-hmm. in much of the church is we figure out this set thing, and it's like, mm-hmm. oh, God's here, let's keep doing it, yeah. and then what happens? God is like, what are you doing? You're not even trusting in me anymore. Yeah. Um. You know. Yeah. Um. Oh, yeah. And for those of you on Periscope, we're doing a, a podcast as well. It's the same time. And for those of you on iTunes or YouTube, we're on, po- um, what's it called? Uh, Periscope as well. We have live listeners. And so I, I want to ask live listeners on Periscope, begin to send in questions. Um, begin to just ask, have it on the topic of intimacy with the Lord. Okay. Yeah. Intimacy with Jesus. Just yeah. send it right on in. And then yeah. we'll have Daniel begin to answer on that. Yeah. Um, but in the meantime, I'm yeah. glad you talked about the power of the Holy Spirit because the last episode we did on the Christ Life Podcast was who is the Holy Spirit mm. and what the Holy Spirit looks like, mm. uh, and I want to touch on that, or you want you touch on that. What, who who is the Holy Spirit to you mm. in your in your
1: intimacy with God? Um, you know I I like to say well, recently even in my spending time with Him, I was reading in John 16 where Jesus said. I will send you the helper, you know. And when we think like that's so that's so humbling, like to think that Holy Spirit is the helper, you know. Like He helps us because we need help. Yeah. Like that's why, like being just humble and like being lowly and being a child that is so needy of God, like to like I need God to seek God. Like, I'm so in need of him to empower me to seek him. Like, I'm continually, like, asking Jesus, teach me to pray. Like, t- like the disciples asked you to pray, and you taught them. Now teach me, like, because I'm your disciple too. But, like, I need to learn how to pray, like, now. Like, I need to learn what it lo- looks like in today, in the moment. What, what is on your heart for me to pray for? And so, Holy Spirit is the helper, and he, is, he communicates and releases the power of God for us to live for God and commune with God. He's the He's like the sent one that we have that is our empowerment to to walk with Him and, and, yeah. and be um to, to, to really know God's heart. And so I would say He, you know, He's God in us, He's God with us, and yeah. He's God upon us. He's the empowerment for us to live for Him. He's the one that makes us living witnesses. He's the one that empowers us every part of our life with god without the holy spirit without god inside of us there would be no conquering of sin there would be no like the power that we walk in to demonstrate the works of god we would not have that without the holy spirit and so he is the like just god himself with us and so i think there's many many different revelations of the holy spirit but just the recent one i've had was him as our helper and like what we're talking about intimacy like how do you get intimate with Jesus, like? Holy Spirit he is the yeah. helper like he teaches you and it says you know in 1st John like he is the anointing the anointing will teach you all things you have received this anointing and walk in him yes. you know like he, he will teach you and so he, many times in John, Jesus says he is the teacher you know and uh we, we are Christians by the way uh and so like so it's just <laughs> Holy Spirit yeah. is is the teacher and and just trains us up how into intimacy with god and one point uh, what you were talking about earlier like um i think it goes back to hunger you know like how hungry are you for god like you know we're talking about intimacy starting where you're at you know like you could spend you know 30 minutes with god but like how hungry are you to get a hold of god how hungry are you to like get more because there's so much more we can't be satisfied with what we have there we 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 ask God to give us more hunger, because I want to be, so, I want to be so crazy enough to spend, you know, ten out. Because I hear, I, I'm, I hear and am around men of God that spend, you know, like ten, you know, ten hours with God. And I'm like, <laughs> yes, that's what I want. I want yes. the hunger for God. I want the pursuit after God to to be so hungry that, like, that would be uh, just something that I. I, I walk in, you know, and and so that develops over time but like, you know, the question to, you know, not being satisfied where you're at is is just the perfect place to be. Yes. And I saw a question come in about
0: demons and we'll we'll touch on that. Um and then one thing, what's the verse that talks about the Holy Spirit bringing glory to Jesus? Or bringing praise or revealing Jesus. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. It's in John.
1: Yeah, he says I will come and manifest myself to you. Like he says, I'll give you the Holy Spirit, and He will manifest, uh, He will manifest me to you. Yes, and, and the whole topic of
0: in- intimacy with Jesus. The Holy Spirit knows Jesus. Mm. I mean, they're one, and that's the thing. There's yeah. not three different gods; it's one. But the Holy Spirit mm. knows. Jesus. So the Holy Spirit's in you. The Holy Spirit's going to draw you to intimacy with the Lord, mm. and the Lord is with the Father. So there's this big—God its big, God wants us to be brought into a, a perfect union yeah. with him where we're lost um, in the Godhead. We're lost mm. in him. And the whole thing—I'll I'll touch on the thing about the demons. Uh, someone asked a question for those of you on the podcast. Um, what about—or I believe you said, what about demons or who are demons? One thing about demons, I'm sure you agree, they their duty and their job, right? They're under Satan. They want to separate you from the Lord. They want to come in between you, and they want to separate you from the Lord so you're not intimate with the Lord. Demons know, just like Satan, they know their time is short. They know where their fate is. So when a demon saw Jesus, the demon would just be in fear and say, have you come mm-hmm. to... Have you come to punish us? Mm. Is it time for judgment now? Mm. Because they know there's no hope. Mm. There's no hope for the demonic powers. Um, There is hope for humankind. It's amazing Mm. that we have a hope. The demons don't. They had, you know, Satan had a chance. The fallen angels had a chance. They saw God. We, for many of us, have never seen the Lord. We've never seen the fullness of God. And so for your question, demons come to separate us. They're demonic, they're evil. Yeah. um did you have some?
1: yeah well i want to i put up the verse john 14 26 but the helper the holy spirit whom the father will send in my name he will teach you all things and bring remembrance to uh all the things that i said to you and so holy spirit is speaking what god has already said through jesus mm. and what god is saying through jesus so like he when we're, ta- we're like he always points to the word of God. He makes the word of God alive to us. You know, <laughs> yeah. like he rem- he reminds us what Jesus said had spoken to us. And not only does he remind us, but he brings that that living word to us. And so that's why it's so essential to have fellowship with the Holy Spirit yeah. because it brings the life into the word, which 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 is Jesus. He is the living word, right? Jesus is the The incarnation of the word he's living and active right same Mm -hmm. so that's what the holy spirit points to the living active expression of the word which is jesus christ and so as we encounter and have fellowship with the holy spirit we see he points to jesus and what is what did jesus say and what is he saying and he it's just the breath of life when we hear it
0: Mm, yes (laughs) for those of you on periscope bring the questions in you know
1: we're about 20 minutes Self development. Self development. What uh, about it? Uh, no, it's perfect because Jesus said, uh, "If you want to follow me, deny yourself and take up the cross and follow me." So if you want to develop yourself, you got to die because that's the only way that Christ will come inside of you and develop Himself. Because right. we don't Christianity is not about ba- ba- about a better picture of yourself or a better you. It's about Christ in you, the hope of glory. Yes. So intimis, it goes back to intimacy. Like Jesus said, you know, die to yourself daily, right? Like, come and follow me and die. Deny yourself. Like, that is the way to develop yourself because when we follow Jesus, like, he comes and lives inside of us. So, mm. um, like, the issues with, with anger and lust and all these things is the issue of self. We need to get rid of self because... That's what Jesus came to kill, and I'm not talking about like I'm talking about sin, and like um, you know I'm not talking about personality, or I'm not talking about being like right. just like du- <laughs> like dead to to who you are. There's a certain character, there's a certain expression that you're called to bring, but I'm talking about like the the way you develop yourself is in Christ, is who when you find out who you are when the word speaks to you and who you're created to be and what you're created to do, you find yourself in Christ because in his presence, he develops you. You know, he he makes who you are um, to be in him uniquely, you know, in his presence. Does that make sense? Yeah, and everyone, we've been made in the image of
0: God. So there's a certain part of us that's divine. Mm. I would even go far to say as eternal. That's why when we die, we don't just merely disappear. There's something about us. And so the whole place was self-development. Humanitarianism, hu- you know, just working to better mankind, its a, there's a glass, there's a ceiling. Mm. You know, you can't pass it because mankind is finite. Mm. So we try and better ourselves, build our, mm. build our cities up, and build our technology, but there's still a ceiling because mm. we're finite. That's good. And mankind has always tried to figure out a way to reach eternal life, mm. a lot of the time, without the help of God and... The thing about it is, like, we want it to fully develop. We need to come to God, who's the eternal life source, yeah. who comes in and we break past that ceiling. You know, it's, I keep thinking about The Matrix. Uh-huh. You know, I, I, back in the day, I watched it. I think I watched all three of them. I mm-hmm. didn't really understand them too much because I was young, but I was talking about with Laura and just saying, man, The Matrix, it really talks a lot about the Christian life in a sense, like mm-hmm. believing, you know, for the impossible to take place. And if you're living in a human mindset, you won't go for the impossible. Mm. And even if you try, it'd be quite difficult to get even close. Mm. But God says with with me all things are possible. For those that believe all things are possible, mm. so we're able to break past this, mm. you know, this this chasm. You That's know, good. Neo was at the edge of the edge of the building and he had to yeah. jump over. Yeah. And he fell. But man, we can make the leap by the power of God. Oh, yeah. And so let's see, we got a question in. We got a question in from can't read
1: that, David Erson. David,
0: oh hey, David, what's up, man? I met you before. What are some practical ways? Did
1: to you deny yourself. What are some practical ways to deny yourself? Fasting. <laughs> uh, fast. Well, David's on a fast, so that's why. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, what's it Cats called? Cats out of the bag, Dan. Yeah. Um, you know, I think that that's a practical. Well, it's definitely a practical way, but you know, I think um, denying yourself. Um, What about the concept of always killing yourself? You can get to that one. Um, You know, practical way of denying yourself would be to, I think when you come to Jesus, you have to deny yourself because self is made up of pride. It's made up of the sinful nature. And so, like, a practical way to deny yourself is to go and pray, you know, because self is dying in that secret place where no one sees, like, you're not boasting to everybody that you're in the secret place. And so like self always wants to, yes, self is ego. Right on, man. Like self wants to promote itself. Self wants to like get the higher position, like it's, it's proud and arrogant. And so like, but when we abide by the word of God and see, serve, go low, like love our enemies, you know, the the lower we go, the more we, we grow, um, practically, to, to, de- to deny ourself. And so I think definitely fasting um, is is w- is one key as well to to denying yourself.
0: Mm, yes. And evangelism too, because you'll look very silly going up to people and talking about Jesus and talking about God. Open air preaching too. <laughs> That'll kill you pretty fast, um, especially when you have a bunch of people wanting to hurt you <laughs> and making fun of you and laughing at you. You know, you you, you lose pride, you just you, you die. Now, yeah. I saw that comment come in about killing yourself without God. Was that, was that correct? Yeah. Okay, and I, I think maybe what you mean kind of what the monks do or kind of what the old Catholics would do with the whole, like, beating themselves and hurting themselves. And it's kind of like I think a lot of religions do this. They get an aspect that is true, and they put weird stuff all over it. Mm. They get a truth like denying yourself, and they make it all weird. <laughs> fleshly. Fleshly, and then they and I think I think that uh, you know Satan has a, a part in that. So we want to deny ourselves, but we don't want to take a whip and start beating ourselves yeah. to the point where we're bleeding. I don't see that in the Word of God. I see Jesus being whipped. Mm. It, well, he wasn't doing it to himself. It was evil men doing it, but he was doing it for us. Mm-hmm. By his stripes we are healed. Yeah. So. To deny yourself without God, I believe is not gonna do very much. Mm. You're gonna go through a lot of pain. Maybe you'll get stronger in a certain degree, but God has to be in the mix. Cause the whole yeah. point of denying yourself, but the whole point of denying yourself is that you can be more like the Lord. You know, we we
1: have okay. you know, oh I guess what so Alex, what what context did you mean that? Yeah, rephrase the question. Yeah. Um, you know, I think that surrender is A good word for self-denial, because when we surrender, we surrender to self, to our plans, to our wills, to our desires, to our understanding, to our perceptions of things. As we surrender our lives to the hands of Jesus, we deny self. We give up ourselves so that Christ can come and have his way in our lives. Mm -hmm. So that's another practical way, word to associate: like, all right, how do I how do I deny myself? surrender. I'm angry right now. How do I deny myself? Surrender to Jesus. Yeah. Receive his peace. You know, like deny yourself and follow Jesus, right? So, denying yourself means forget about how you feel and what, what or like give it to Jesus because now you're following Jesus. Deny yourself to your own way, right? And follow Jesus. That's yes. the solution. It's not just denying yourself, it's following Jesus. It's the second step. It's it's surrendering from your own way, denying how you feel, your disposition towards things, your, that anger, that loss, that those things that come up in our lives, temptations. You deny that, and you look at Jesus and begin to follow Him. Yeah, and I just did a book. Um, you can you can yeah, memorize yeah. that one,
0: um, but I just did a book about gazing into glory, and the author Bruce Allen. He talks about. How his prayer was to be like Jesus, yeah. not me, but to be like Jesus. Yeah. And a person that he knew had a dream of him, and in the dream, she looked and saw Jesus. Or no, he, he, she was he, Bruce was walking with Jesus in the dream, and she's watching, and then they become one. And Jesus looks at her, and it's Jesus, but he has the eyes of Bruce. Mm. It's like they became one, mm-hmm. but they could see. She could see. And that's kind of what god wants to do god wants to fill us and we still have our personality we still have what makes us unique but now it's like it's 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 consumed in jesus Mm -hmm. yeah you know because god's so vibrant i think that's what god's showing me Mm -hmm. um, in the private time that he is so vibrant he is colorful colorful you know he you know heaven's colorful god is colorful in a sense like he he's so he's radiant he's you can't put him in a box you can't put a finger on him Okay, and did you, did you get that question that um, came in? If you want to repeat it for the for the, for the podcast uh, too,
1: I don't, honestly, I didn't catch that. It was something about Buddhism and how they how they deny themselves. You know, it's it's not the denial of you know, it's not like torturing your body that you deny yourself, um, but it's unto what you know, like why right. you're you're denying yourself. Like I said. To follow Jesus, like um, it's it's like fasting. Like you don't you're not fasting for God's approval. You're not fasting to get rid of some some sin. Like you're fasting to posture your heart before God, so that He can change you, so that He can change Mm -hmm. the the attitude of your heart um, towards Him. You know that you could receive more from God, and so like. And so it's different from every other religion because every other religion tries to attain something, um, some kind of power, some kind um, of—you're denying yourself to stop—no, no, no, we we don't deny ourselves to stop anxieties. Um, We deny ourselves to receive more of Jesus, to follow him. And so I think that's what we'll say about that, man. Thanks, Alex. Right. And that removes the anxieties. Yeah.
0: Because God, he's not—let's see— god is not concerned <laughs> you know god's not anxious mm. so when god's in you you're confident that's good and you walk in confidence yeah. you don't have anxieties god's not afraid of man god's not afraid of the devil god's not afraid of the future mm. god's there already and god's in the past yeah. as well yeah so when you have see i love my wife and she's learning but she has this this fear of death you know and she had a, she lost a loved one in the past and so there's this fear of, of death and, the, and that. For me, I have no fear of death. You know, there, I really don't. Yeah. I mean, I preached in the middle of downtown Orlando with crazy people in the middle of one o'clock in the morning with crazy people. Someone threatening me. Uh, I've been punched out there. You know, I know I could get shot. Someone could drive by and just boom. Like that is a possibility. But I know where I'm going, you know. So, um, yeah. but yeah, yeah. So, yeah, this is this is a cool. This, I like this This is a cool episode. Yeah. Um. No, I'm not depressed. Yeah, we had it. And for the people on the, on the podcast, because for you on uh, Periscope, um, we're doing actually a podcast right now, the Christ Life Podcast. You can subscribe on iTunes or go to the website, godsounds.com. And then for those of you listening on the podcast, we have Periscope going right now. We have live comments coming in and questions. So it's kind of a cool mix of social media and technology, um, all, in, all in this. So let's see. What
1: do you think that happens to you when you're dead? brother Daniel well we know what happens to you when you're dead um, the Bible says that it's appointed for man to die once and appear before God in judgment so when you die your, your soul goes and stands before God and you're judged according to your works and so um, and if you are found righteous you you make it man and you get to be eternity with Jesus and if you're found wicked you go to hell you know, that's the, what the Word of God says, clear and simple. Right. And Jesus has made a way for us to be righteous. And so we have, we're not depressed because we're not, we're, we're not afraid of death. We're, we're, we're joyous because we know we have eternal life. We have the hope of eternal life because Christ has changed us. That's the living hope inside of us is that the reality of heaven and righteousness and holiness has, is now inside of our lives. It's literally changed everything. And mm-hmm. so it's a living hope that we've experienced now And it gives a witness to the future of of where we will be with God. Yes. Hallelujah. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll come wrap this thing up. This is good. 42 minutes. Yeah.
0: Well, it's good that you have something to believe. Amen. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. What do you believe in, man?
0: Hallelujah. See, we believe in him. He believes in us. Yeah. And you almost had a battery there. So, all right, guys, we're going to wrap this up. And for those of you listening on the Christ Life Podcast, you know, thanks for listening this far. And I hope you got some good stuff out of it. Yeah. Um, and I mean it's it really boils down in the intimacy with the Lord. Yeah, it, come on. It all comes to that. Like it doesn't matter how many verses you can quote, it doesn't matter how many times you go to a church building, it doesn't matter if you saved a whole continent for the glory of God, because when it all comes down to it, do you know the Lord when mm-hmm. he comes come on. and we're raised to stand before him, are you gonna look at him and say, Yeah, who in the world is that? Mm-hmm or are you going to be say yes. Jesus. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. you're just like what I expected you to be, you know. <laughs> you know, so it's it's really to know the Lord. So I yeah. want to encourage you listeners and I'm going to have Daniel pray for y'all. Yeah. Um or if you if you like, I'm yeah, sure absolutely. you like. Yeah. Um I want I want let that be your focus <laughs> yeah. in life. Um because man, that is the best focus. Come on, yeah. To be one with Jesus. Yeah. To be one with the son of God that came to die for us yeah. and that rose to life, proving who he was, yeah. showing the world that he indeed was the Messiah, yeah. the Savior of mankind. Yeah. So, brother, pray for the yeah. uh,
1: whoever's listening out there yeah. in the world. Yeah. Jesus, I just ask you that you would make yourself real to everyone at the sound of my voice. Yeah. Lord, would you draw their hearts into intimacy with you? Holy Spirit, I pray that you would teach them, that you would help them and lead them to walk with you, to hear your voice, and to long for fellowship with you and communion with you, Lord. I pray, Lord, that you would make yourself more real to them than ever before, and hunger would be released, God. Release tangible hunger inside of their hearts for you, to reach for you, to get a hold of you, and be transformed by the power of your Holy Spirit. I bless them, God, and I pray, Lord, that they would be raised up as an expression of you in the earth, God, that as they walk intimately with you, you lead them and conform them to your very image, God. I thank you for their hearts and their lives, yes. God. And I thank you for what you're going to do in all these people's lives and that you're going to transform them, God. So draw them and be glorified in their lives in Jesus'
0: mighty name. Hallelujah. And I just I feel strongly like there's a girl listening, whether it's on Periscope or it's just someone's listening, whether on YouTube, podcast, whatever, and that you believe in this and you've heard it and you heard us talking, you still feel this this depression and it's it's a spirit i believe it is it's you're feeling yeah. like, why do I keep feeling like this? It's a spirit. I really believe that specifically for you, whoever it is, I believe it's a girl, mm-hmm. and you feel down like a lot of the time, and you want to believe in the Lord, you believe in the Jesus. Lord, you're seeking Him, you're going to church, but you feel it's a spirit. And so right now, I command yeah. you, wicked, devilish, depressed spirit, in the name of yeah. Jesus, you leave this girl she right now, yeah, in the name good. of Jesus Christ, that yeah. I proclaim yeah. you free. I proclaim you set free, girl. Woman, female, I proclaim a child of God, sister. I proclaim you free from this thing okay. in the name of Jesus. And if it tries to peek its ugly head at you, you rebuke it in the name of Jesus, and you command it to leave. Yeah. And you command it to leave your home, and you command it to leave your family, and you walk in victory. Hallelujah. Yeah. This is the Christ Life Podcast. Daniel Mariana Chinko. Hallelujah. Yeah. And uh, we'll come back with some more, and Lord willing, in the future. Yes. God bless. God bless. Bye.